Ed Peters and I welcome you to What's New. We move on today to verses 21 through 23 of Matthew chapter 7. We have just seen in verses 15 through 20 the teaching of Jesus regarding false teachers and how to identify them. Jesus says that you will know them by their fruit. Now here in today's verses we see that the hypocrisy of these false teachers leads Jesus to sound a solemn warning against religious hypocrisy in general. Here now are verses 21 through 23, and they read, Not all who sound religious are really godly people. They may refer to me as Lord, but still won't get to heaven, for the decisive question is whether they obey my Father in heaven. At the judgment, many will tell me, Lord, Lord, we told others about you and used your name to cast out demons and to do many other great miracles. But I will reply, you have never been mine. Go away, for your deeds are evil. Everybody sing praise to the Lord. Everybody sing praise to the Lord. Obviously, these verses do not refer to believers today. Every believer, living or dead, will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. None will hear the Lord say, Depart from me. This passage has particular reference to the Great Tribulation period and the Millennium. Nevertheless, there is a warning here for the church today. Just to use the name of Jesus and the Bible is not proof that a person is genuine. It is not the outward profession, but the inward relationship to a crucified but living Savior that is all important. Now here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Some of the most incisive words Jesus spoke were given to his followers on a Galilean hillside. The words are recorded by Matthew in chapters 5 through 7 of the first gospel and are called the Sermon on the Mount. The words of that message from Jesus himself have been the focus of what's new for many programs. Today I come to chapter 7, verses 21 to 23, where Jesus said this, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles, then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. 
Jesus speaks about persons who claim to be followers of his, but who aren't. Perhaps these are those living when the earthly form of this kingdom is about to be, and who are not allowed to enter it. They will cry out to Jesus and say, Lord, Lord. The repetition of those words indicate fervency. They receive the sentence that they can't enter, and they act alarmed and surprised and cry out, Lord, Lord, as though to protest that Christ is wrong, that a mistake has been made. Or, perhaps Jesus is speaking to anyone in any time frame who professes to know him and even use his proper title, Lord. They will not enter the form of his kingdom that then exists. It's not what you call Jesus that counts. Or it's even possible that Jesus took his followers and would-be followers into the distant future to what is called the great white throne judgment. That's what the words on that day suggest in the next verse. John describes that final event in the book called Revelation in chapter 20, verses 11 to 15. That is a judgment that is limited to those who refuse to accept God's way of salvation while on this earth. There will be no believers who possessed Christ's life present there. The earthly kingdom is merging into the eternal state, and the unrighteous are judged by their works on earth. Their eternal state has already been settled, but their degree of punishment is now the issue. There will be these who will cry, Lord, Lord, evidently in protest. They had the title right, but Jesus said that they would not enter the final kingdom, eternity in heaven, because they had not done the will of the Father in heaven. Apparently, it is a most serious offense when a person calls Christ fervently Lord and then disobeys him as Lord to profess to know him and to deny it by action. Now Jesus comes to the same thing from another direction. He says, Many will say to me on that day, Did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles. They didn't only have the title right. They had the miracles and professed to perform them in the Lord's name. They invoked the Lord's name or his person, professing his power behind their acts. The miracles may have been genuine, although Paul speaks about fake miracles that seem very real. In this case, they seem to be genuine prophesying, genuine demon expulsions, and genuine other miracles. We need to realize that Satan can perform what to us humans are miracles. We should never base our faith on such acts. There are many illustrations of their satanic or psychological apparent miracles. These false prophets performed them and none of their followers seem to sense the deception. A person can fool people all of the time here until judgment day. No one seemed to identify these miracle workers as false. Perhaps great crowds followed them. They paid such convincing lip service to Jesus. They said all the right words. They even used Jesus' name, but they were charlatans. 
When Paul was in Ephesus, he performed extraordinary miracles. When Luke in Acts 19 tells about it, he adds, Some Jews who went about driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord. That's Acts 19.13. Many in that day believed that every illness, real or imagined, was an evil spirit, and any cure would be the result of driving out the evil spirit. So Jesus is saying here that it's not the titles you use of me, nor the miracles you perform, it's obedience to the will of my Father in heaven. Evidently, the Father's will isn't revealed only in the law, but Jesus finally determines what the Father's will is. Therefore, Jesus determines how the law should be continued. Its continuity is seen in this Sermon on the Mount. Once adultery referred only to the physical act, Jesus determined that that rule now included adultery in the mind, and so with the other commands of God in the law. One final comment. Verse 23 records Jesus as saying, Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. This tells us something crucial about Jesus too. This is a most important verse informing our Christology, our theology of Jesus. It is he who decides and determines not only what the Father's will involves, but who will finally enter his presence and who will be banished from it in eternity. It's possible to come so close to the truth and yet miss heaven. These men had the title of Jesus right, they called him Lord, and they performed perhaps genuine miracles in his name, but they didn't qualify for the final form of Christ's kingdom. Jesus said, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers.
a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.